No matter where you are or what you're doing, nothing stops you in your tracks than a theme song you grew up with. You're now listening to Catchy, a theme song podcast with your hosts, Trina, Shelby, and Addie. Each week, one of us will pick a song we will present to the rest of the host to share the fun facts, the lyrics, play games, and more. Today's karaoke club owner is... Trina. Hello. For January, we're kicking off, I guess we said we're going to do like a choose your adventure, new beginning type of thing. Mm -hmm. So my hint last week was tortured soul to hero. Okay. So I shall hum or do the doo-wop. That's all I got. Some good humming skills, but I have no clue what it is. I have, I can say with 100% confidence that I have no idea what that is also. I thought Addie would get it by the hint and it's Angel. I was going to guess, I just was going to guess Buffy just because, <laughs> but. So I was thinking Buffy, but I was like, that doesn't sound like it. So I was in my head half right. Yeah, I'm saving Buffy for another day. But yeah, so I chose Angel. <laughs> the theme song is called, well, there's two, I really couldn't find like what the actual theme song was called, but. I believe it's called The Sanctuary, and a, and Catharsis of Sufferance comes up too, but I think it's called The Sanctuary, officially. It was performed by alternative rock group Darling Violetta, and it was written by Holly Knight, who has written or co-written some hits like, you guys should know this one, Love is a Battlefield, The Best, mm -hmm. The Warrior. She also wrote songs with Heart, Aerosmith, Rod Stewart, and Bon Jovi. And her songs are also featured in notable movies such as Thelma and Louise, Vision Quest, Legend of Billie Jean, Mad Max Beyond, and Thunderdome, just to name a few. Wow, that's a lot. It's pretty cool. That's a lot. Yeah, the right when I found out she was the writer, I was like, wow, she has a pretty lucrative career in, in mm -hmm. songwriting and what have you. So it was pretty cool. And a very successful record, catchy song. Mm-hmm. Like the warrior and love is a battlefield. <laughs> now the series Angel, so they invited bands to submit demos for their theme song and they asked the bands to use dark superhero ideas and cello rock. And the band Darling Violetta, along with Holly Knight, watched some of the pivotal episodes that, that included Angel on Buffy, like Passion, Becoming Part One and Be Becoming Part Two to get inspiration and their version of the theme song pretty much won out. Now, the theme song on the show was instrumental, and it has a heavy use of acoustic instruments like the cello and violin. 
And if I ever learn to play the cello, this is one of the first songs on my list to learn. <laughs> and then in 2005, Holly Knight and Darling Violetta composed an extended version of the Angel theme song called the Sanctuary Extended Remix. And those had lyrics, but they were kind of like whispery in the background. So I will read those lyrics pretty short. Okay, it says, kiss me, kill me till I bleed. And it whispers this too, so it's pretty cool. You are the sun that holds my dreams. Can you save me, set me free? You are my sanctuary. Kiss me, kill me till I bleed. You are the sun that holds my dreams. Can you save me, set me free? You are my sanctuary. You are my sanctuary. Kiss me, kill me till I bleed. You are the sun that holds my dreams. You are my sanctuary. You are my sanctuary. Sanctuary. So the catchiness rating of this song, I did have to listen to it to get in the in the moment, but I think I only listened to it so that I could kind of doo-wop in tune. But I give this, uh, to me, a three, because I could hear it in my head. If if you told me to hum this song or, or like what this song was, I could totally hear it in my head. Yeah, because that cello. Yeah. I don't know, uh, Shelby, you haven't, have you seen this show? I've only seen parts of it. Yeah. I know... Angel was a character on Buffy, mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I actually can't even think of that theme song right now off the top of my head, but I know I'll probably have to listen to it and then rank it, maybe come back, but it's, it seems like something that is able to be remembered once you hear it yeah. a couple times, especially the lyrics, the little bit of lyrics that are in there too. They're pretty like repetitive and fairly catchy for the theme. And the lyrics are not on the actual show. It's all instrumental, but that extended version that they did do, I don't know, you should check it out. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty haunting. It's like of the time of, I guess, I mean, I guess you would say it was like Evanescence. I don't know. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Amy Lee vibes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I know, Addy, you, we kind of did are doing a rewatch. What do you think of the catchiness for it? I agree. It's it's not quite there where it gets stuck in your head, but the second you hear that cello, and I agree, it does have that evanescence feel, um, which was what mm -hmm. like early two thousand. Mm -hmm. So like that early, right? Yeah. So definitely, I I would give it a three too. Perfect. All right. So I'll go into a little bit of the history and kind of what the show is about. So Angel is a spinoff from Buffy, and it aired simultaneously with Buffy. It spanned from October 5th, 1999 to May 19th, 2004. It was created by Joss Whedon in collaboration with David Greenwalt, and it was produced by Whedon's production company, Mutant Enemy, and there was a total of 110 episodes. So why I picked this one for like new beginnings, it kind of goes along with the storyline and there's a lot of character development between Angel and another character that I'll talk about in a little bit, but uh, just kind of a background without giving too much away because we're doing a rewatch, Addy, <laughs> and there's a lot of epic moments yet to come. So Angel was a, he was known as Angelus. He was like the most wicked, evil vampire, a legend to the vampires. Every vampire wanted to be him. One day he gets cursed with a soul by Romanian gypsies for torturing one of their own. And then he becomes known as Angel, the vampire with a soul. And in Buffy, he falls in love with a vampire slayer. Buffy realizes <laughs> that their relationship is doomed. 
And he moves to L.A. after graduation day to start a new beginning. And that's where that's where Angel picks up. Mm, okay. So in L.A., he's kind of has this like sort of uh, road to redemption because now that he has a soul, he feels all the guilt of his murderous vampiric days. So he kind of has like a road to redemption where a prophecy suggests that he will become human once his mission is complete. In L.A., he fights demons and the supernatural, but also the real evils of this world. Uh, real people in the form of lawyers at Warren and Hart. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> terrifying of all. Terrifying people. Yeah. <laughs> and along with Angel, there's another character that goes through a change and has new beginnings as well. And that is Cordelia. I was going to guess her because that's one of the only characters I remember too. But <laughs> she's a very distinct look to her. Yeah. In Buffy, she is this selfish vain self-centered cheerleader like the popular girl right and uh she ends up eventually you know along through buffy and through angel she changes she ends up fighting demons alongside the scooby gang and buffy and then side by side angel and angel so her storyline goes after graduation and buffy cordelia moves to la in hopes of becoming an actress and one night at a party she sees angel and then the rest is history they form angel investigations to help those in need, supernatural or otherwise. And she ends up playing a pivotal role in this series and in the end also becomes a hero. Cool. I don't want to give too much away because we are rewatching and there's a lot of like, oh, if you haven't seen it. I was just going to ask a question. Yeah. If you haven't <laughs> seen can't. it, you should watch it, Shelby. You, you totally. And I probably should go back in. Is that on Netflix right now? I don't that, know. I don't know not, if it is. Last time we looked, it's not streaming anywhere. Mm -hmm. Have to get the DVD box set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, if you move to California, you can borrow my DVDs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, I don't want to give too much. It is pretty. The whole Buff, Buffy Angel like universe is pretty solid and amazing. And there's a lot of epic moments and storylines. So definitely worth to binge. And then I, I also feel like this this series and Buffy pretty much kicked off. And this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think it kicked off like the vampire era or trend in television because mm. after that came like Vampire Diaries, True Blood. And I think there's mm -hmm. one right now called The 100. I don't know if that deals with or is it uh, the originals? I forget, but I feel like they started it all. I might I might be biased, though. <laughs> I was going to throw Twilight in there, but I don't really oh, know no. when that, that let's not throw that in that category. But that's that was a vampire craze. I was gonna say something about Twilight and say that those are not vampires. That's not that's not the vampire yeah, story you want. That's a yeah, that's exactly a lot of nonsense. You want some real vampire stories? Shiny glitter face. Yes, they don't they don't do that. You have to watch Buffy and Angel, mm -hmm. and then some of the actors behind the characters. And I won't give too much again away. I'm just gonna list the ones that Addie you know of. So David Boreanaz plays Angel. Charisma Carpenter plays Cordelia. Glenn Quinn played Doyle. J. August Richards played Charles Gunn. Alexis Denisoff played Wesley Wyndham Price. And that's all I got for uh, the show. Wow, good pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it would if you if you see it and you watch it, uh, Shelby, it will make a lot of sense too. Like the character development. Even Addie mm -hmm. has seen from just watching like what we've watched so far from Buffy to Angel and how Cordelia has completely changed. Yeah. Yeah, I feel because I did start watching Buffy too to kind of get a glimpse of 
both worlds and like how does Angel come into play in all of this? And I feel that they, the story, the way it's written and the way they've acted it out is like no other, especially at that time. And it's kind of funny because at that time that they were out, I completely ignored the series. Like, well, I don't want to hear about vampires and the Slayer and hear that other catchy song of Buffy come on. Um, but it's a really good story. Is it always forbidden love, though? Do they ever end up together? Oh, can't say yeah um well he did move away from her just because he thought that uh it would do her but it'll be better for her to fall in love Mm -hmm. with a human because he's obviously never gonna age so but yeah i can't say too much i cannot say too much because it'll give away both series (laughs) oh no do they both do they both angel and buffy end around the same time I think um, Buffy ended first and then Angel just right after. Okay. I definitely watched Buffy when it first came out. I was really into it. And I think (laughs) mostly because, sorry for myself, but I was obsessed with Dawson's Creek. And I think it came on shortly after Dawson's Creek. So I was always, it was one of those (laughs) lineups that I had going on. See, I was a hardcore Buffy Angel fan. So when Dawson was like, ah, get this shit out of the way so I could watch freaking (laughs) Buffy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Charmed is good too. That's another one that I think of in that like group. Oh yeah, I like Charmed too. Yeah, that was that whole yeah, they all came on around the same time. Yeah, channel that was at the time. Yeah, the WB. WB, yeah. What year was Craft released? Oh, that was way before then. Ninety six or something like that. Was it Uh during or during Charmed? It was before, but they have this I think Charmed has the same theme song or one of the same like the song that's used in the craft that I am the sun in the air oh, and yeah. I can't think of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, so Buffy ended in 2003 and Angel ended in 2004. Mm-hmm. Not too far apart. And there's some good love stories there. Shelby, you got to watch it. Yes. Not just yeah. Buffy and Angel. There's some All other about ones that love there. story. I know about a couple others. I've yeah. heard of Scuttlebutt about a couple others, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for game time? Yeah. Always. All right. We're going to start with a would you rather. Yes. Now, would you rather be Angel, a vampire with a soul turned hero, or Cordelia, (laughs) who receives... And this is kind of giving away her character on Angel. But she receives cryptic visions from the powers that be, which allows her to tell Angel who's in need of help. Or Lorne, a red horn demon seer that runs a karaoke club, Caritas. And he can read people's auras when they sing, revealing their problems and futures. Can you tell me Cordelia again, what she can read the future? So what Cordelia, so uh, yeah, a little backstory too, because I know Addie knows this, but she'll get struck with like visions and it'll be premonitions and she'll just get flashes of something and it would really actually cause her like headaches or migraines after or during, but it's pretty painful because she'd be like hanging around and all of a sudden she'd get like struck with one and she'd just like get to the ground. So she'll see visions of who needs help, Mm -hmm. which then she directs Angel where to go. Okay. This one's hard, actually. It is hard. Yeah, I don't know what to choose. Like, I know. I'm leaning one way, but also 
It's hard. Like, I feel like Cordelia's uh, power, while it's helpful, it's also painful. Yeah, right. I don't want to. <laughs> I'd rather not get like a shooting pain in my head, but right. it's for the greater good. So then I'm like, well, maybe it'll be worse. And they're it. not meant to be like laughing moments, but just like the acting. <laughs> Like she's, yeah, she's literally yeah. in the middle of doing something yeah. and all of a sudden she's just all over. crippled. Like, and everybody's yeah. like, what the hell's going on? And I, I think I really enjoy like her character development than her powers, but I, so I have to knock, you know, Cordelia off this list for me. And then Angel, I feel like that responsibility of being a hero is just too much. <laughs> yeah, that it's is cool. Comes great responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> and then live forever. Um, but and then I good looking like that and can live forever and young <laughs> and in LA and in LA, LA. Yeah. through its many different gentrifications and <laughs> shoot so like Angel but I do like the whole aspect of you know people are having fun they're singing their little hearts out whether drunk or <laughs> you know sober um I think I'll have to go with the club owner, the karaoke club owner. What's his name? Lorne. Lorne. Kind of like a gender neutral. Not yeah. gender neutral. Why did I just say that? It's like a neutral party. Yeah. yeah. Of all the things. Yeah. <laughs> That's my choice. I think uh, it's uh, both Angel and Cordelia seem stressful <laughs> to me <laughs> for both reasons. Like, like that Addie had outlined, like, you know. Your hero is Angel, which is great. I like the idea of knowing when something is going to happen and then trying to be able to proactively <laughs> stop it from happening. So I might actually go with Cordelia on this one and just take the, uh, maybe take a lot of Advil during my day. Excedrin, <laughs> <laughs> Excedrin. Excedrin, yeah. All the stuff. Nice. <laughs> I also had trouble because like you guys said mm -hmm. it comes with great responsibility and it comes down to okay if you're Lorne he's a demon you can't really go out you can go out in the underworld but he's a demon he doesn't have a human face and Cordelia oh, is forgot. human <laughs> you forgot. I forgot about how ugly he is <laughs> well, I, I picture him I'm picturing him looking like Voldemort but no it's, it's probably not that bad that. we'll have to we'll have to send you a picture <laughs> we should send her a picture okay and then it comes down to Cordelia. So she's the most human, but those headaches, you're right. Uh, but it does help. Ah, I'm torn between Angel and Cordelia because I've always, if I could be a vampire and a young, good looking yeah. one and, and be like that forever. I mean, yeah. but you're right. That's your great power, great responsibility. I will just pick Angel. I'll pick Angel. Yeah, I think that's a good one because you can be fed. Look, we're, we each picked one, that's so true. we can help each other out. Yeah, we're <laughs> the angel game. When, when I drop to the floor with head pain, you will know there's something wrong. I could try to relay that to you. Yeah, Addie will distract everybody in the karaoke bar. Yeah. <laughs> she can read the people. She can see who's, can who's really evil. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Our very own. Oh, see, I see Lauren now. <laughs> At least I have stylish clothes. Oh, yeah. Slick 80, what is that, 90s hair. That is. Oh, that's awesome. 2000. He Sorry. doesn't look like Voldemort, see? No, definitely not. No, not at all. Frankensteinish with his horns. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a little charm to him, too. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Wow, this is a first where we all picked something different. 
Yeah. I know. Usually you kind of well, stick this, in one area. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now I got a couple true false questions. Scoreboard. These are true false with a bit of fun facts. So it should be pretty fun. Mm. Okay. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Addy. True or false? Joss Whedon was sued by an Angel fan who wrote fan fiction online for taking her script for an episode in season two called Untouched. Oh. I want to instantly say true because just funny, weird stories happen with fans. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Creepy fans, yeah. That is actually false. Oh. So the Angel fan, Mir Smith, she did write fan fiction online. She submitted a spec script for the show to Joss Whedon, which he not only bought that script for that episode, he hired her to be a writer for the show. And she wrote oh. for seasons two through four and went on to write and produce for other shows like Burn Notice, The Nine Lives of wow. Chloe Kim, and HBO's Rome. That's, That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, if you That's do what you story. love. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Shelby, are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) True or false, Dolly Parton is technically an executive producer for Angel and Buffy. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, Dolly Parton does it all. I want to say, I want to say that's true. You are correct. What? Yes. (laughs) She just, she is an angel. That's what she is. She is. Uh Uh-huh. Dolly Parton formed a production partnership with her talent manager, Sandy Gallen, and their company went to help produce Angel and Buffy. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love Dolly. She's the best. <laughs> you know, she has a podcast. I did not know that. She has a podcast. Not, that does not surprise me, but now I need to listen to it. <laughs> I love to hear her talk about anything, honestly. <laughs> what is her podcast about? Do you know? I don't. Just random? Oh. I think it's about... I could be completely wrong, but from my understanding, the first part of it was about her story, and then it goes on, mm-hmm. but I forget, because I think others have done a podcast about her story, so I nice. the lines get blurred. Nice. <laughs> okay, Addie, true or false? David Boreanaz turned down Christopher Nolan to play The Dark Knight. Oh, wow. Would have been good. That's a really good true or false one. I have no idea gonna say true because i want it like yeah wow (laughs) you are right wow so we had to settle for was it christian bale (laughs) settle (laughs) (laughs) yeah christopher nolan had his eye on david boreanaz after seeing him play angel but he turned it down and it probably worked out better because christian bale was actually pretty good in dark knight he's one of my favorites yeah he did good and then David Boreanaz uh, continued his television career until today and mm-hmm. with Bones right after Angel and now SEAL Team. Like he's worked continuously sin- since Buffy. Oh, wow. I feel like in a way in Angel, he plays his own Batman and it's kind of yeah. watching the first season. I kept saying there's like so many Batman elements to this story. And at some point, I think somewhere in the first season, they actually own up to it. They even mention like, <laughs> what are you, Batman? And they kind of make fun of him. But it, they have all these sprinkled elements. You can tell that Josh Whedon 
and the writers were inspired by the dark side of Batman for the series. It. Yeah. I remember you saying that too as we watch even the opening uh, theme song, like the credits at the very end. You'll you'll think of Batman if you watch it. Uh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, that was funny. They did. I forgot that they did do that make a joke. Mm-hmm. And then I always tell Addy, look after Angel, like you could literally see his character. So let's just say an Angel, he became human and went on to become an FBI agent at Bones, and then he went back into action mm-hmm. as a Navy SEAL and SEAL Team. It's pretty much like his trajectory. But anyway. that's so funny. I don't know. I'm not familiar with SEAL Team. That's on now? That's on now uh, since 2017. And it's okay. on CBS. Yeah. Mm. And then fun fact, because we did do Married with Children, David Boreanaz did appear on an episode of Married with Children as Frank. Really? Mm. Yeah. He was uh, one of Kelly's dates. And I remember Al Bundy like saying, get out of here and show him to the door. And he like literally like pushed him into like the... Uh, the side of the door so he hit his face on the wall and then pushed him out of the out the front door (laughs) wait since you said that trina you know what i'm gonna ask you (laughs) do you know six degrees of kevin bacon with david this is easy because of sarah michelle geller it's it's two degrees so him and her and buffy and then buffy to kevin bacon in the air i breathe wow i didn't know wow that was yeah it was pretty close Okay, so we had one point for Addie, one point for Shelby. Final question to Shelby. Oh, boy. True or false? Just like his brooding character, David Boreanaz was serious on screen and off. His castmates often felt the pressure of stepping up their game when doing scenes with him. Hmm. Oh, this could totally go either way. Um, And I definitely don't know him very, like, I don't know him very much. And I want to say I'm thinking true just because of how his character is. But I think I'm going to go opposite with what I'm thinking. I'm going to say false. He was goofy, maybe. Good guess. You are correct. (laughs) Because his character was so brooding, it was a running joke on Buffy and Angel that Angel was kind of a drag. So one of (laughs) David's favorite gags was pantsing himself during takes to see which co-star would break. Pantsing himself? That's awesome. I think I would love to try to make my co-stars laugh <laughs> doing something like that. That's just great. So Addie, you got one right. Rub it in. Shelby got two right. <laughs> Rub it in, why don't you? Well, Addie and Shelby are tied with ten. Oh. Ooh. And I have seven. You have seven. Until next time. Until next time. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. Great work. This is really fun. Yeah, this is a good one. Go binge it, Shelby. I know I'm gonna have to binge it. I have a lot of <laughs> I have a lot of things to binge right now. I was gonna say you gotta uh, watch Buffy, and then when Angel comes on, like what Addie and I have been doing, because they intertwine, right? We'd watch when it originally aired. Buffy would air first, then Angel right after. So we'd oh, watch yeah. those episodes like intertwining. Oh, in cool! Line. I like that. Yeah, yeah it makes sense because then they kind of. They kind of cross over, but then they don't. So mm-hmm. worth the okay. bash. Yeah. And Bones, too. <laughs> now that I'm starting to watch that show, and you mentioned how serious he is. In these other two series, Buffy and Angel, you can't imagine this actor, David Boreanaz, to be uh, lighthearted whatsoever. And then you see him on Bones, right. which is also his acting really comes out in a different way. 
And then he actually gets goofy every now and then. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, that's kind of weird to see him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a different light. Yeah. <laughs> I think one episode of Bones we just watched and he was dressed all in black with a long black coat. I was like, hey, it's Angel. He's coming out. <laughs> there he is. Any hints? Does anybody have a show for next week? Okay, there's a line in the song and it says something, something where dreams come true. And that's all I'm going to say. It's very catchy. I'll even say it now. The catchiness, the rating of catchiness on this song is like a 4.5, if not a 5. Ooh, okay. Okay. Have we ranked anything a five yet? I don't even know. Yeah. Think. Have full, we? Full house. full house. Oh, we did rank. Oh, yeah. That, that is <laughs> now that's going to be stuck in your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now that one's going to be stuck in my head all night because it was oh, the week we did it. Okay. Where dreams come true. Dreams come true. Okay. Well, it was fun helping the helpless at Angel Investigations. Let's do it again. Yes. yes. Head over to catchypodcast.com and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. And follow us on Instagram to stay in touch for the in-between episode fun. The IG handle is at catchypodcast, just like the name of the show. And for this podcast, we are signing off. Karaoke club, karaoke. Oh, you waiting for Luna to jump? I was waiting for her to jump, but she already jumped down off the first thing. She'll do it in like a second. All right, okay.